This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Here, here. Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring Kirk McElhern, who will tell us about his experiences, good and bad, with iOS 10. We'll also hear from Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer. What more could you ask on the Tech Night Owl Live? Okay, Kirk. Before we got started, you asked me a question here because you were on, I guess, the beta stream for your iPhone and you wanted to exit and it's not letting you exit? Well, I'm not even on the beta stream when the Goldmaster came out. So there, there are two ways you can install the beta software on an iOS device. One is that you download a restore image, and so you run it through iTunes. You connect it, you click the restore button, and you select that image. And the other way is to do what's called an over-the-air update. Now, you can do the latter if you download a profile file, um, and that just basically tells Apple's server that you're requesting the beta software. I don't think you actually have to enroll a device anymore, which you did in the past, um, years back. So the problem is that I installed the Goldmaster on my iPhone and my iPad Pro, and now that 10.0 is out, and as we speak, 10.0.2 is just out, a new update, it's offering me to to update to 10.1, which is the beta versions, and I don't want that anymore. Um, I have one device that, that I keep on beta, and when the Goldmasters come out, what I've always done is installed the Goldmasters, and then I've gotten into the normal I guess the normal, what would you call it, pathway or whatever for for those devices. The normal customer-focused upgrade cycle. Now, let me tell you, I did, when installing iOS 10, I did install a profile. Right, but that's all you need to do. Previously, you had to actually declare a device, and I don't know if it was in Xcode or if you had to do it online. Um, And when you did that, it sort of locked the device into being a beta, at least until the final version would come out. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It was something that would put that particular device on that cycle. I had to enroll it. Right, but I didn't have to enroll it. I just um, downloaded the profile and boom, everything worked. Right now I'm looking at, so I've opened Xcode and I've connected my iPhone, and I don't see anything about enrolling, unenrolling, or anything. Whereas in the past, there was something in Xcode where you would see a button to to enroll or to unenroll a device, and that's well, not there anymore. Well, I'm thinking also here is I enrolled, just to be simple about it, I enrolled it on the public beta, as opposed to the developer beta. Right, I used the developer betas. As a practical matter, it didn't make that much of a difference, except for the golden master of mac os sierra there were two golden masters both were released to developers the second one however was never released to the public beta testers but it became the final release do you get my point so let's just be brief about it here i think there's a little confusion about this enrolling unenrolling 
storing profiles, etc. I kind of think the smartest thing to do, rather than spend a lot of time online, is just restore the darn thing. The, the problem is with my bandwidth, it takes a long time to download. You know, since the um, the restore image is different for each device, it takes a long time to do that, and I just didn't want to bother. Well, take a long lunch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you have answers for me, Gene. Well, I gave you the answer. The conventional answer is to unenroll, but you say you're not enrolled. Right, and there's no option to unenroll in Xcode, so... Well, right. Well, then you're in trouble. Now, I, I think at the end of the day, if nothing else works, restore. And that's it. Speaking of, by the way, of iOS 10.0.2, it was released on Friday morning, and the main issue was one that could prevent headphone audio controls from temporarily not working, but it's mostly for the iPhone 7 and the lightning headphones that come with it. That's where the problem has occurred. There was also an issue that causes photos to quit for some users when turning on iCloud Photo Library and fixes an issue that prevented enabling some app extensions. So it's just normal minor stuff. The thing with the headphone is not minor because... People are installing their iPhone 7s, at least those who can get one. And there are issues. And that's not the only issue. There's another one where it makes a hissing sound. If you start giving it too much stuff to do, you heard about that, right? I have. And that's kind of sad. Really, it's sad. Well, at least the battery doesn't blow up. You can't have everything, you know. That's the big issue right here is not that, the iPhone 7 has glitches. Well, Apple will address those. Perhaps it's a firmware bug that can be fixed. I don't think Apple's going to turn back 15 million iPhones. But with the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, that has got to be the biggest embarrassment they've ever suffered. Because there, you know, it's not just, just having something that doesn't work. It's having something, you know, it can kill you. There was something frightening in the news about um, on an airline, this is breaking news that the day we're recording, on an airline they had to use fire extinguishers to put out a fire from a Samsung phone. What bothers me is Samsung has released a recall. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission has announced a recall. You're in Europe, of course. And I think the big issue here is if it happened to Apple, it would be headline news on every major news network in the U.S. There would be congressional hearings. There would be Daryl Issa. I think his district uh, is in the Silicon Valley. I don't know who that is. is he's a, a congressman. He, he's a, he, no, he's a Republican congressman. And he's had his legal troubles, but he likes to be the guy who's the whistleblower there. So he'll bring in Hillary Clinton. No, he can't bring Hillary Clinton in for an exploding Korean smartphone. But if he could, what I don't he would. understand, what, what I don't understand is, I, I mean, the way the TSA works in the United States, you can't even bring a bottle of water on a plane because, ooh, it's dangerous. But they let people go on planes with these phones, even though there's a recall. The FAA did announce that you can't turn them on, you can't charge them. They should that, have obviously barred them, but I think that would be too inconvenient as long as you're not using it. It why doesn't would it make be a inconvenient? difference. Well, How is know. it safer when you're not using it? The battery is still inside the device. There's still power going on, and it could still, you know, explode. 
Well, you I, I see, think the whole thing learn. is ridiculous that I, I think it's ridiculous that more hasn't been done about this. If someone goes up to an airplane with one of those things in their pocket, they should be told you can't take this on the plane, period. That's something they should do. They've stopped short of that. But I think Samsung and the authorities around the world, the European Commission, everyone should be spending more time warning people of this, as we say. If Apple had exploding batteries, and it's not that something doesn't happen on a rare occasion. These are lithium-ion batteries. Sometimes things happen. And there have been one or two stories over the years of an iPhone overheating or something. But we're talking about a real product defect, a known product defect, a product that's been recalled, and people are still running around with them taking chances. Again, if this happened to Apple, every major news source around the world, even in Russia, would be screaming and yelling that Apple can't get away with this. But Samsung, eh. Well, yeah, I think it. I think it's a shame. I think it should be more serious, but whatever. It's Samsung. And I guess they're just, I don't know. I don't know. Well, they supposedly rushed out the Galaxy Note 7 to get in ahead of the iPhone 7, believing the press that the changes were relatively minor. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't really buy that because l- let's say you're an iPhone user and the new iPhone isn't cool enough for you. I, I think it's very unlikely that you're going to switch to a Samsung phone on a different platform just because you don't like the new iPhone. Um, m- maybe I'm wrong, but I, I'm kind of used to users who are... I wouldn't say locked into the ecosystem, but who are involved in that ecosystem enough and they bought apps and they've, they're using, say, iCloud for all their contacts and mail and calendar and all that. It's not that simple to just switch from one to the other. It can be done, but it's not simple. Simply speaking, we'll have more with Kirk McElhern on the other side of the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com host. Once again, that's technightowl.com host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? 
See them at fivestarsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Calben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at fivestarsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507-800-478-1507-800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. ProPure water filters, making water great again. Taste and feel the difference with state-of-the-art filter technology. Pro1 G2.0 and ProMax filters are independent lab-tested to NSF standards. Choose from gravity, countertop, pitcher, shower, and inline filtration products. There's a ProPure for you. Buy risk-free today. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's E-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. That was a good segue. Thank you very much. I deserve that. Seriously speaking, we have Kirk McElhern here, and we're talking about his efforts to try to restore his iPhone to a normal release tier so he doesn't and, get the And, of course, bear anymore. in mind that this only touches those of us who have developer accounts or who've used the public beta. It's not something that affects you know average users, which is 99% of people, if not 99.9%. I wonder how many public beta testers there are. Apple well, once said one million. But one million. I, they did say a million. But I don't think there's anybody out there who ever was refused. I think it's virtually unlimited now. That one million came out at the very beginning, and we don't Maybe know Maybe they many. never had a million people who requested it. Maybe they only had a half million, so they didn't even get anywhere near the, the limit. I tend to think at this particular point in time... Anybody who signs up gets on the public beta. And as we're seeing, even with the new 
public betas of the bug fix release or the next release for the iPhone with that new portrait capability for the iPhone 7 Plus and OS 10 Sierra, developers got it Wednesday, public beta testers got it Thursday. I said, except for the second Golden Master of Sierra and the original developer releases at the WWDC, except for those issues, public beta testers got exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's a lot closer than it used to be. Well, at the beginning of the the beta cycle, there is a a lag of, was it a month between the developer release and the first public beta? But as it moves on, they consider that the developers get the buggy release and that the public beta should be the one where they've gotten rid of the first batch of bugs so they don't want because they don't want to get too many bug reports um as they move on there's not much point in waiting really they, they package them differently they distribute them differently but there's no point in them taking a month between one uh you know the developer beta and the public beta well it was two or three weeks this time out by early july the public betas were already available as far as it's, it's usually longer. one day between the two releases except for the second Golden Master from macOS Sierra. Now, that might be a source of confusion. If you were a public beta tester for Sierra and you downloaded and installed the Golden Master, the second Golden Master was never made available to you. You have to download the final version, which is easy to do. I downloaded the final version as well. It's the same as the second developer beta. Well, it's a different build number? No. It's not. Okay. Well, I had downloaded the first Gold Master. It's not a beta. It's a Gold Master. It's supposed to be the final version. Um, And since the second one was different, I was having some problems with mail. um, I downloaded the release version and updated my two Macs. Yes, that was the second developer release. I checked the build numbers. It was three numbers. 323. 323, exactly. Yep. So perhaps... It's important there, but there might be people still running around with the original Golden Master Seed public beta testers who aren't paying attention, so pay attention and get the right one. You don't have the same problem with updates as you do um, with iOS devices. So with iOS devices, it looks to me as if there are two separate channels, one channel for beta and one channel for official releases, whereas you you can turn off the beta releases on your Mac from the App Store app. I don't remember exactly how you do it, but it's quite simple. Um, And it doesn't seem to be that simple with iOS. You know, we talk about technology here all the time. Before we go to another subject, I'm going to mention a story I just read. And I want to know whether to laugh or cry. The U.S. Senate has approved a budget for NASA for Mars Missions new spaceship development. You know how much money? $30 million? $19.5 million, even worse. Wow. I mean, I was joking. I mean, $30 million, I was joking. Really. I mean, in the government, you hiccup, it's $20 million. You know, you buy a box of toilet seats, it's $20 million. <laughs> a box of toilet seats, yeah. Some pens, right? Some pens that work in Special pens with Donald Trump's name on it. Made in Korea. Oh, here we go. All right. Seriously speaking, this is technology, ladies and gentlemen. All right? This is technology, advanced technology. Let's explore Mars. I think they need to have Elon Musk give him a loan or something. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe that money is just for preliminary studies and, and nothing more. Well, yeah, but that's now. a couple of phone calls. Well, $30 million pays for some studies. You hire six engineers and you give them a couple of years to come up with some paper pushing? I mean, well, $19.5 million doesn't go very stuff. far in the government. They, they can do computer simulations for a lot of things now, so it's entirely possible. You're just ex- but, making yeah. excuses. No, I agree. I, I think that's a little bit ridiculous. I, I think going to Mars is something that we should definitely doing it is is a complex thing because of the human cost. You know, it's very likely that people won't come back, but I think we should be exploring it. It just it's the kind of thing we need to we need to be searching, exploring, doing more instead of just rolling ourselves into a ball and hiding behind a fence. What's worse is we should have done it 20 years ago. Okay, ever see the TV show Space 1999? No. All right, that's a sci-fi show showing space travel about 40 years later than what we have now in 2016. 2001 is Space Odyssey, made in the 60s. We went nowhere, literally nowhere, after the moon landing stopped. That that doesn't mean that we can necessarily go anyplace. I, I mean... There are all sorts of, it's not easy. We can't go at light speed. So getting any place is going to take a long time. What is it, six months to get to Mars? Six months back? Okay, Um, that's an interesting thing right there about light speed. If you read a couple of stories, there are some scientists, they did it in the 90s and again more recently, reducing power requirements, actually looking at a way to do something akin to warp drive, all right? And just to add some more to the technology and the science, the guest on our paranormal radio show, the Paracast, is a guy named Stanton Friedman, who's mostly known as a UFO research kind of guy, a lecturer, writer. He's a nuclear physicist. He was working on plans for nuclear propulsion of rocket ships back in the 60s and 70s. It never came to fruition, But he's saying we have that technology if we put the money into it. We could have missions going to the stars, and if we could achieve 99% the speed of light, the pilot perceived time, that is what it is to the pilot, not if we send someone to a star system that's five light years away and it takes five and a half years to get there. We're talking about the pilot will only see maybe a year go by. You know, if you saw the movie Interstellar, the Christopher Nolan movie, you might get it. Yeah, no, I understand the, the concept of relativity, but that's suggesting that we can buy the ability to do that. And it's not sure that we can actually do that. Well, hey, that's an interesting way to get into it here. Space exploration. This is a technology show. We got to talk about this. Kirk McElhern, Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. 
hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-954-9674. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-954-9674. That's 1-800-954-9674. 1-800-954-9674. You're fired. According to the Small Business Administration, 75% of small businesses plan to eliminate jobs or reduce workers' hours to part-time. You're fired. According to Gallup, the unemployment rate recently jumped to nearly 9% and the underemployment rate hit a staggering 17.9%. You're fired. One out of three young adults and one out of two recent college graduates are underemployed. Hello, I'm Keith Abel, a pharmacist and a home business entrepreneur. In 2011, I became one of those statistics myself. Instead of looking for another job in corporate America, I joined Dr. Joel Wallet, the dead doctors don't lie guy. We're creating steady incomes for ourselves and would like to show you how to do the same. If you want to supplement your current income, replace your income, so you don't have to become one of the statistics, then give me a call toll-free at 866-257-3105. 866-257-3105. You're fired. Don't wait till you hear those words. Start creating an extra income today. 866-257-3105. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 pain relief hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait you can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. 
Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. So as I was saying here, what Stan says, and remember, he's a nuclear physicist. He's a real scientist who worked for real companies and did this kind of research. He said he thinks right now it's mostly a matter of money, that we understand how to do this. And yes, it's a matter of filtering that knowledge down to practical technology. But if we put enough money into it, we could do it. If there was a will to do it, if in the 1960s we can get a crew to the moon, And imagine how primitive things were there, okay? If we can do that in the 1960s, in 2016, in 2026, there are things we could do now that are far more advanced. And he thinks if we had the will and the check and we cared about it, the money that we wasted on a couple of wars that we didn't have to do, and we don't want to get into the politics of that. Imagine a couple of trillion dollars tossed into space exploration. What could yeah, we I, do? I'm, I'm totally for it, but it still doesn't guarantee that we'll be able to achieve that sort of you know, warp drive or whatever you want to call it. Well, I'm not talking about warp drive there. I'm talking about nuclear fusion. But warp drive, you know what? It's interesting about Star Trek that we've taken the technology of Star Trek from mid-1960s and we're, we've ta- no, no, no. We've taken ideas from the 1960s. We haven't taken technology. Well, it's fictional technology. We've taken right. the fictional concept, which wasn't original with Star Trek, but some things we saw. We saw the StarTac Motorola phone, a flip phone that reminds you of a communicator. We see devices that are kind of like a tricorder. We're not talking about an iPad. You saw that in Star Trek Next Generation and in, I guess, 2001. The key being here is that these ideas presented there, scientists have said, let's try to do that. We have in development a cloaking device of some sort. So something appears to be invisible. They're talking about matter transmission. Of course, I don't mean where you send the human and the fly and they swap heads or something. We saw that too. In the movies, but we're talking about something like the Star Trek way, where what goes from point A is reassembled in point B. Yeah, yeah, as a transporter, Scotty, beam me up. That kind of thing. We're looking into that concepts of warp drive. Doesn't mean we can do it now. It may take fifty years to do it. It may take the real life equivalent of some crazy scientists like Zephram Cochran to develop warp drive. But the thing is, it's there. The ideas are there, and if we had the money, we can explore them. In the meantime, we have technology, too, that is far more advanced than just throwing people on a firecracker and hoping they'll make a safe trip to another planet. What can I say? As I said, I'm all for it, but we don't know that we'd be able, even if we spend a great deal of money, to come up with a propulsion system that would be fast enough to get us to stars that are light years away. And that's the big problem, isn't it? Well, it's a problem if we want to get to the star systems. Like I said, nuclear fusion, according to Friedman, is something that we could do with our present capabilities. But there are experiments in nuclear fusion. There's an experimental reactor called ITER, I-T-E-R, that's being built in the south of France, about a couple hours from where I used to live, in fact. Right, Um, but I'm not saying it's not being done. 
But when he was doing this work in the 60s and 70s, they were looking at propulsion systems then that would use this technology, but it never went anywhere. Well, they haven't really come up with, as far as I know, nuclear fusion at any form outside a small test reactor that doesn't exist. Am I correct? Well, the key is also, are you going to put the resources into it? And I think people are afraid of nuclear. They're just scared to death of nuclear. Sure. Even though nuclear is much cleaner than, you know, anything with fossil fuels, and it's more efficient and it provides a lot more energy than, say, solar. I think the problem is, you know, there was a nuclear accident in the U.S., and although it wasn't extremely serious. Um, there was a nuclear accident in Chernobyl that was extremely serious, and people see that. But if you take all of the damage that fossil fuels do and you put them in a concentrated area the size of Chernobyl, it's going to look an awful lot worse than that. And how many people in coal mines didn't survive? How many people in coal mines and oil fields, you know, how many people die from pollution-related illnesses? Yeah. The, the thing is, nuclear is like, in a way, it could be the science fiction that's made people so scared of nuclear. And the fact that, you know, nuclear weapons and all that, but it it's the sort of post-apocalyptic fiction of nuclear disasters and all that that makes people scared, even though we haven't seen a, a disaster like that. Remember the China syndrome? Yes, of course. That that was was that before or after the Three Mile Island disaster in the U.S. or was it at the same time, like the same year that that the movie came out that that um, disaster happened? I believe Three Mile Island was nineteen seventy eight or seventy six, something like that. It was nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, and so Three Mile Island was right around the same time, um, and it was nowhere near as serious as Chernobyl. You know, nothing exploded. Um, it was nowhere near as serious as uh, Fukushima, which, you know, was caused by a, um, a tsunami. But anyway, we're straying from, well, this is a technology show, but we're straying from the general um, discussion here. Uh, neither of us know a lot about that. Al although I must say, um, in my work as a translator, I worked for uh, uh, several years for a company that is involved with nuclear waste. So I do have some familiarity with nuclear waste and how it's packaged and stored and all that. Oh, by the way, just so people know, the China Syndrome, it starred Jack Lemmon, Michael Douglas, Jane Fonda. It was produced, by the way, by Michael Douglas. We forget that he also was a movie producer. Well, I don't know if he still produces or not, but he was then. Well, lots of actors are movie producers. That's not but a, he was a, a real deal. movie producer. Do you yeah, get the yeah difference? back then it was different, yeah. I mean, he was a real movie maker. He was really involved in that as much as being an actor. And that doesn't always happen. Yeah, that's true. You know, sometimes a, an actor, to get a piece of the action, they'll be credited as executive producer. That's a financial issue, not so much having the authority. Although, I guess, in the end, they could say, look, I don't like this, don't do it, and they are executive producer, or one of the 14 executive producers on some of these projects. Yep. But in a case like a Michael Douglas, he was a real filmmaker. I don't know if the new stuff he does now. Producer, producer. He was in, in, the producer. Sense, in the sense of the producer who organizes everything, not just who puts their name on it. Right. Um, because he was the one who put the, the project together. That's the producer. That's the real producer. We're not yeah. talking about just somebody who runs a company and gets their name to it, like this new TV show Designated Survivor about this low-level cabinet member 
who becomes president of the United States when everybody else in the line of succession is killed in some kind of attack. And there is, by the way, such a thing. There, There is. And it was there was a West Wing episode where I believe it's the minister of the, the secretary of agriculture who gets chosen for that when President Bartlett goes to give the State of the Union um, address. And of course, there's also the um, Tom Clancy book where Jack Ryan becomes president because he was I believe he was some somewhere in intelligence. So he was in the pecking order um, or the, the the line of succession or whatever it is when a plane crashed into the White House or the Capitol. No, he was in the White House and a plane crashed into the Capitol. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but it is something that does exist that can happen. Ha- has this started yet? Because I know it's on Amazon Prime Video here in the UK. Um, and I believe the first episode might have might be available today. Okay, it did air on ABC on Wednesday and got really good ratings, by the way. And the okay. star is Kiefer Sutherland. Yep. And he's also an executive producer. He doesn't pull a full Jack Bauer on there. But you do see, though, where this is like a meek, low-level member of the cabinet who's going to be fired by the president and he wears glasses to show you how meek he is. And you see that steely resolve starting to come to the surface as he realizes, above all things, as much as he doesn't want it, suddenly this guy's president. So we have to see how far it goes. That was the pilot, episode one. Kirk McElhern so- and Gene Steinberg rolling on on the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect, and most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Introducing the fastest-growing digital currency company in the world. 
One Life. With over 2.1 million members, OneCoin is becoming the most powerful force in digital currency. It reached over a billion dollars in revenue in its first year. No other company has accomplished such an impressive feat. Now you can achieve financial independence with the strength of One Life. Find out how to build your financial dreams. 877-933-4747. 877-933-4747. Dedicated to helping you create financial abundance. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Today. How to incorporate your business in just 10 minutes so you won't lose everything if you get sued. Step 1. Stop putting it off. If you're not incorporated and someone sues your business tomorrow, it's not just your business at risk. You can lose everything. Your home, your car, even your life savings. Step 2. Call the following number for a free 10-minute incorporation guide from Incorporate.com. 1-800-914-6977. They don't provide legal or financial advice. They just make incorporating quick and easy. So you can incorporate or form an LLC in just 10 minutes. That number again is 1-800-914-6977. Step 3. Congratulate yourself. By taking just 10 minutes to incorporate your business or form an LLC, you protected your home, your car, and your life savings. And that is how you incorporate your business in just 10 minutes. But hurry while they're still giving away these 10-minute incorporation guides for free. Call 1-800-914-6977. That's 1-800-914-6977. You haven't experienced yogurt until you've tried a Mossy, embodying health and flavor in a true whole milk, green-fed dairy beverage. Every sip pays homage to our old world cows and the ancient culturing methods their milk benefits from. With over 30 probiotics, a Mossy's undeniably nutritious, refined, cultured sensation bolsters your health and awakens your passion for dairy. A Mossy's so good, and you need to try it. Contact your Longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. you know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. Forget the TV shows, forget the power sources. Let's do technology. Okay, so with iOS 10 and with macOS Sierra, Apple made changes to Apple Music. Did they succeed in eliminating most of the problems? I don't know if they've eliminated most of the problems or all of the problems. They've simplified. I like the changes. I think that they've gone in the right direction. They've simplified an awful lot of things and they've made it a little bit more not a big fan of the word user-friendly, but in the sense that it's it's not as confusing as it was before. So just some simple terms that they've changed. Before, there's a little tab bar in the center of the iTunes window. Um, before, it said, my music for you, new radio and store, and connect, sorry, his connect was in there. Now it's library instead of my music, which is really logical. 
because it's not just music. When you click the library tab, you could also be in my movies, my TV shows. New is gone in its browse because you don't go there just for new music. You go there for old music. You go there for existing music, not what's just come out this week. And they've rolled Connect into the For You section. Now, now there were a lot of rumors that Connect was going to die, and it's probably going to die anyway. Um, but for now, it's one of the tabs in the For You section, the other being Recommendations. I think the display is a lot better. I think even even the content is a little bit better. So I'm looking at my For You window. And at the top, I have two these two mixes. One is called My New Music Mix, and the other is My Favorites Mix. Um, the My Favorites takes music from my library, um, things that I've rated or you know that I've loved and all that. And it updates every Wednesday. And the My New Music Mix updates every Thursday. And it's new music based on my listening history. Now, the My Favorites mix is like, I want to listen to some music. I don't want to pick what I'm going to listen to. Here's about two hours of music, and every single song is something I like. And I, and I think that's a good idea. Um, the My New Music mix, on the other hand, I have no idea what they're doing. I've, I've never heard of most of these bands. One of the problems is I've been listening to a lot of blues lately. I bought a new guitar. I've been playing guitar since the 70s. And I bought a new guitar to get back into playing music. And, and I like playing acoustic blues, finger-picking music. So I've been listening to a lot of that. And they're showing me all sorts of acoustic blues and acoustic finger-picking and Americana and singer-songwriter stuff, which isn't really what I want to listen to. They're not showing me Big Bill Brunsey or Reverend Gary Davis. So the new music for me is, is relatively useless, I mean, I see a Bon Jovi song. I really don't like Bon Jovi. I don't think I've ever listened to a Bon Jovi album by choice. So the new music's useless. The My Favorites is quite good. Then it shows recently played. Each day it has a, a half dozen playlists, and you know their playlists aren't that great. And then each day it has, um, let's see, 16 albums. And they're grouped in fours, and one because I listen to electronic, and one because I like classical music. And there are a couple of them I, I might want to listen to, you know, things I don't know. There are artist spotlight playlists, and they're actually showing artists now that I care about. Well, most of them. And then there's a bunch of new releases at the bottom, which I think part of these new releases are based on what I listen to, and part are based on what Apple wants to push, like Britney Spears. And I have clicked the little ellipsis button and chosen dislike enough times that they should not show it anymore. You got to do that, what, 12 times? I don't know how many times, but but browsing for music's a little bit better. If you've got music in your library before, if you wanted to see something in Apple Music, you couldn't without searching for it. So you can right-click on something and show this in the iTunes Store, but now you can also do show this in Apple Music. And, and I understand that in, in the first iteration, they were still pushing people toward buying music, but that was just wrong. As long as they're streaming, they should let you get to the streaming section quickly. For example, you, you've got a playlist, right? And you've downloaded, you've added a playlist to your library and you want to see a particular song in Apple Music to maybe listen to the rest of the, the album. And before you had to go through hoops and manually search for it. Now you don't. So, so that's an improvement. I mean, th a lot of things are better. I, I'm not convinced that the recommendations are going to be that much better for me. And my friend and podcast co-host Doug Adams has said many times, it's that my music library is so eclectic that their algorithm just doesn't know what to do with it. And that's possible. And I'm willing to accept that. So they're my basically saying then you're too weird. 
for Apple. Yeah, they're, they're giving up on me. They're just shrugging. Apple's algorithm is shrugging its shoulders. My son has a much more limited music taste, and he's finding it really good. And a lot of other people are telling me that they find it good as well. So, you know, I, I'm not the best example of what's good and what's not about this other than the usability. Okay, so still, Spotify is more than twice as big as Apple Music. They claim to have 40 million customers now. Apple Music is 17. They don't seem to be catching up, do they? Uh, Catching up. Uh, They've got 17 million since, what, June? Since June of 2015. Now it's September. It took many years for spotify to get where it is today however and and the first three months were all 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 free trial remember anyone who signed up i believe it was june 30th um 2015 so june july august um we're in september now so it's basically it's 13 months it's not 16 months because the first three months no one paid um i think 17 million in a year is quite good on the other hand apple is present in far more countries than spotify is I believe Spotify, last time I looked, was something like 60 countries and Apple Apple Music, maybe 120. And a- Apple finds it easier, apparently, to license music in a variety of countries. Uh, but, but I think Apple's growth is, you know, from zero to 17 million in roughly a year. Uh, that's quite extraordinary when you think about it. It would be interesting to see if this accelerates. What's the second year going to be like? Well, we, we don't know the rhythm throughout the year and accelerating. Is this linked to time? Is it linked to um, the fact that they added student pricing at, at $5 a month instead of 10 I believe, during the summer or at the beginning of the summer? Um, and again, these people had a three-month uh, trial. So if they did this in June, they're just coming up to the point when they're paying now. Uh, is Apple counting as subscribers, people who are on the trial? Are they counting as subscribers? How, how are they counting family plans? Are they counting a family plan as a single subscriber, or are they counting each person using the family plan as a subscriber? Um, since the family plan is $15 a month for up to, what is it, five or six people, um, each of those people is paying far less than an individual. The question there would be how many actual subscriptions there are, not the number of people using it. I think that's the honest way. We don't know what they're doing. And I think people ought to ask Apple because that's a very common situation here where Apple makes a statement and people say, okay, follow up. Well, I I think there are two questions. One is how many actual users are there on out of these 17 million subscriptions? And the second is what is the average amount paid per subscriber? So if you're looking at a a base rate of $10 per subscription, and of course this is different in every country, um, and the family subscription is $15, and again, I'm not sure if it's five or six, um, let's assume it's five, so that's only $3 per subscriber, and the student subscription is $5, what's your average subscriber paying per month? Um, If they're paying $6, it's one thing. If they're paying $9, that's a very big difference. Questions, questions. Will Apple answer them? I don't know. I want to talk to you a little bit about this issue I brought up, and I don't know if I mentioned it to you when the last time you were here. But we moved into our new location. Suddenly, every time I try to print a document, it would trip the circuit breaker. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. I have various resolutions here, 
none of which are completely satisfactory, but I wanted to get into it briefly before we go into other topics. So we have the Brother HL5450DN, a printer that sells for $150 to $200, came out in 2012. Okay? And moving to this new place, the difference is that the breaker for my office is shared with the bathroom, the second bathroom, and has a test button. So that makes it very sensitive to surges of power use that would normally not trigger a breaker, I'm told. But in this particular case, it does because it's sensitive to a fault condition because of the fact that you've got things there that are wet and you don't want to have people electrocuted. So possibly what's happening here is the systems are too paranoid. But they say that about well, it's not the, that paranoid. It's just the threshold of, of flipping the circuit breakers lower. And, and exactly. So it's, it's, a bathroom it's like normal. paranoia, but I'm trying to filter it down. Before okay. we filter too much, Kirk McElhern and Gene Steinberg are here on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. If you'd like to hear the show free of commercials, there's a way to do it, by the way. How about that? Try out 
Tech Night Owl Plus, plus.technightowl.com, a low subscription rate to get the best version of this show, plus.technightowl.com. So we're talking the, about the story of my brother printer. So I contacted brother and said, what do I do? And their solution was to install a special firmware update. And this got to be pretty crazy because I had to do it from a Windows version of Brothers Admin app. I had to do it from Parallels Desktop under Windows 10 on my Mac, and it worked. And we checked the checksums with Brother. They verified it, the update was done right. Except every day, it would start printing out loads and loads of paper with two lines of gibberish on it, or something that's saying this cannot be run in DOS mode. So I had to think the... Update was faulty. Still triggered the circuit breaker, even after the landlord said, you know what, I'll have the electrician put in instead of a 15-amp breaker. It can handle 20. We'll stick a 20 in there. It didn't make a difference. So I contacted Brother. But in the meantime, every day I'm getting in this gibberish. It's like a ghost present in the printer. But one day was weird, and I kid you not, folks, this really happened. I've got a couple of hundred pages of gibberish and the only way to stop it is to wait until the printer tray is empty, the input tray, turn wow. the printer off, turn it on again, and it turns off whatever program it was running. And I just take the paper because it's mostly got a line on it and just recycle it for regular printing. One day, this was on a Friday, last Friday, each page came out with one word. And nobody believes me, but I put a photo of this in the PowerCast forums. The word in all caps in courier type. You won't believe this, Kirk. Go ahead. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Trump. No, come on. No, I have it right here. It's in my, I swear to you, Yeah, you folks. could have just printed that yourself. No. No, 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 no. I have it in my hand right now. The word Trump. It's in a page right now. And it looks like it was run in duplex mode, so the word is on both sides of the paper. Okay. And this is true. This is, I'm not joking. This is what it said. Now, maybe some programmer over at Brother was having a little fun at somebody's expense. I don't know. In any case, it still didn't work, still had that problem. So Brother said, well, we'll send you a new printer. So they sent me something called the HLL5100DN, which is mostly the same, but a model that's four years newer. It came out this year. Print quality is identical. It's a lot quieter, but still trips the circuit breaker. So what do well, I do? Don't, don't printers actually pull an awful lot of current when they're working? The most current is pulled when it's powering up the fuser assembly and all this there. I didn't have a problem in my previous place with a 20-amp fuse, but the sensitivity because of the test mode is what's doing it. That's what yeah. I'm told. So here's what I had to do. I have one other item on there that's drawing a fair amount of power, and that's a set of Bose multimedia speakers, a 5.1 simulated system. And the subwoofer, That's a fair amount of power. The yeah. subwoofer pulls a lot of power. Yeah. And that combination of listening to something where it's drawing a lot of power ah, and printing. Okay. So what do I do? Do I throw out my 
speakers? Do I find something that doesn't draw as much power? So therein lies a tale. So what did I do? All right. There is an app out there. You might have heard of it. It's a sound enhancer for Macs called Boom 2. It's shareware. But what it does, and I think it's like $15, $20 or something, what it does is it optimizes your sound system on your Mac to get the best possible quality. It tunes itself up depending on what kind of Mac you have. I have an iMac. So it sounds a bit more robust with it because it's playing games with the equalization curve. And sound a little better, except the problem with most Apple speakers, or all of them, is that there's no bass. No bass. Well, you, sh- you shouldn't be using the internal speakers in your in your Mac. I mean, they're good enough to listen to a video you're watching on YouTube or not for anything serious. Okay, but what I'm trying to do here is save my circuit breaker. And I'm trying to do something that lowers the current requirements. So probably I'll end up just getting a multimedia sound system that doesn't quite have the current requirements of the Bose, and that'll probably solve the problem. You're saying you've got a surround sound system connected to your Mac to it listen to music? It is pseudo surround sound. It, emula- it simulates 5.1 with 2.1 system, okay? It's faux surround sound. But the subwoofer is a big thing weighing 20 pounds. And wow. I, I'm sure it's pulling a lot of current for that subwoofer because it really has a good thump going. Okay, so I tried this software, and it's okay. And then... I looked online. What else is there? There is a little tiny thing called Bass Jump 2. And Bass Jump 2, well, they call it a subwoofer for a MacBook. It's not really a subwoofer. It's not that big. It's a little thing that looks kind of like a tall Mac Mini. A little module weighs about a pound and a half. And you plug it in through the USB port so it can't draw too much current. And it has an app that pushes some of your audio signal to the woofer. Gives you more oomph. And it's adjustable for different types of music and different types of Macs. It's primarily, like I said, for a MacBook or MacBook Pro where the sound's really awful. The problem with the iMac is the same thing. It doesn't sound bad, but there's no bottom end. Apple doesn't know what bass is. Or they no, should know no, now Apple, because they make beat speakers. Now they know what bass no, is. Come on. No, no, no. Come on. A- Apple doesn't know what bass is. You can't put a subwoofer in an iMac. There's not enough room. It's not that Apple doesn't like bass or anything like that. You simply can't put a, a subwoofer or any decent bass into a computer as thin as a, an iMac. I'm kind of exaggerating here. The point being, kind of. There think. are ways. There are ways. If there's enough room back there. To enhance low end, you could use a ported speaker system. You could fold little ports, little tubes in there to run the sound through. There are ways to enhance bass a little bit. Apple, of course, keeps bass at a premium. They don't put a lot of loose stuff in there. But there are ways to enhance bass. I'm not the expert on that. I am close friends with the guy who's the expert, Bob Carver. So he'd tell me how to do it. But there are ways technologically that you can do it. Instead, this little bass jump two works with an iMac or any Mac, and it gives you a little bit of oomph on the low end. It's like having a woofer in there. It makes about a 40-50% difference in the iMac. Suddenly, there is something at the low end. When you play something with bass, there is something there. 
And what I do to make it sound even better is I'm running the USB cable to the floor and I stick the thing, this little woofer on the floor right next to the wall so it's using the entire room. It's enhancing the bass. You move a subwoofer closer to the wall, you get more bass. So that's what I'm doing to maximize that. It's not bad. It's $69.95 or something if you buy it. They sent me one for review. And I like it. I think it's a good idea. And the audio from my iMac is not to the level of the Bose. But it's pretty good. A lot better than it was. The next stage will be, of course, to look into some speakers that don't draw too much current, which is kind of an oxymoron here because to get the best bass, you need to pump a lot of current. Yeah, I, I think you're going about it the wrong way. What, what I always recommend to people is if you really care about the sound, don't waste your time with computer speakers. They're just not good. Th- there are two ways you can do this. One is what's called studio monitors, which are little self-powered speakers, each of which has an amplifier in it. There are some particular units like that that are used as computer speakers. So I understand your point, and I'm not disagreeing okay, I'm, with you. Okay, I'm talking about the standard computer speakers that people think of as computer speakers. We've got Kirk okay. McElhern, and we're talking about computer speakers briefly on the Tech Night Out Live. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury help desk is responsible for this advertisement. Principal office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention prescription antibiotic drug users. Have you or a loved one suffered an aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm after taking the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox? These popular antibiotic drugs have been prescribed more than 80 million times since 2004, and medical studies show an increased risk of the following injuries aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, and abdominal aortic aneurysm. If you or a loved one used the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox and suffered from aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-823-3851, 800-823-3851, 800-823-3851. Introducing the fastest growing digital currency company in the world. 
One Life. With over 2.1 million members, OneCoin is becoming the most powerful force in digital currency. It reached over a billion dollars in revenue in its first year. No other company has accomplished such an impressive feat. Now you can achieve financial independence with the strength of One Life. Find out how to build your financial dreams. 877-933-4747. 877-933-4747. Dedicated to helping you create financial abundance. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So what you're saying here, of course, is that use a studio monitor and a studio monitor is a speaker system designed to give the most accurate reproduction because you're producing music what you hear is as close as possible to what was put down there on the recording right so each of the speakers has its own amplifier so basically you're running the music out of the iMac through a standard you know headphone jack cable in into the one of the speakers and that patches into the other speaker the second solution is to connect a stereo to your computer and as strange as it sounds this is the best way to get good sound you can get a really good amplifier these days for less than $200 you can get a very good pair of bookshelf speakers for about $200 now, $400 is more than what most people are going to pay for computer speakers because they're used to seeing $69 computer speakers that connect to their computers. But the sound is absolutely different. When you've got a real stereo amplifier, you have real sound. I have a, a pair of bookshelf speakers on my desk. They have plenty of bass because they're real speakers. They're about 18 inches tall, so they're large bookshelf speakers, but they're still officially bookshelf size. That's how you get sound. You don't need a subwoofer and tinny little speakers. Then you're missing the whole mid-range. You need real speakers. 
And ideally, I put them on speaker stands that are about eight inches tall. And this is for two reasons. The first is that if they're sitting on your desk, then you get way too much bass. You get, you get the vibration of the speaker going through your desk. And, and depending on what the desk is made of, it could sound really bad. And the second is that they are at the height. So the tweeters are the height of my ears. Now, this is actually kind of important when you're placing speakers because the higher the frequency, the smaller the waves. High frequency sound has very, very small waves. So if I were to turn my speakers upside down, for instance, with the tweeters on the bottom and the mid-ranges on the top, I wouldn't hear the high end as clearly as I do when they're at the level of my ears. And this is the same rule in your living room or your, your home's theater system or whatever, you want the tweeters to be at ear level for you to get the best sound. Now, while you were talking, I was looking at reviews. And this is from PC Mag. They gave a pretty good rating to something called the M-Audio BX5 Carbon and does look like a studio monitor. And they claim the high mids are slightly dampened, maybe not as crisp, but it says it has pretty decent bass. And it looks very much like a really high quality product, but each speaker you got to buy them the pair is about $150. You're talking about $300 here. I'm going to write to a couple of these audio makers and say, here's my dilemma. I want a studio monitor or computer speaker that gives me accurate sound, decent bass, but doesn't draw tons of current, which, as I said, might be the oxymoron. It might be very difficult to do. But that's going to be the problem we have to solve. Something that I could use that does not cause my circuit breaker to trip. And let's see yeah. how many manufacturers are up to the challenge. Well, there are an awful lot of companies that make these. M-Audio is one of them. Mackie is one, M-A-C-K-I-E. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about their products. They have all different size speakers and everything. I've heard from a lot of people who use studio monitors and really like them because it means you don't need to have the amplifier in the chain because, as I said, each speaker has its own amplifier. And the other uh, issue about that, too, is studio monitor. It's designed for direct listening, not where you're using the room reflections to enhance everything because with a computer, you're not really taking benefit of that because you're listening near field. And you want something that sounds good right up in front of your ear, maybe a, a foot away or two feet away. And you want something like that. You're going to really want a studio monitor. JBL, by the way, is another place where it claims to have really, really good bass. And it's $300 for the pair at discount. So, so here's, here's one, the Mackie CR5BT I believe this is a pair. Yes, this is a pair. They have 851 customer reviews on Amazon with a four-and-a-half-star average. Uh, that goes for 250 a pair. At that price, you've got something that's really quite good. As you say, it's near-field listening, so your positioning is different. But each of these is 50 watts, which is an awful lot of power compared to what an amplifier is going to offer. You, you know, a 50-watt amplifier, probably low-end amplifiers are like 35 watts per channel. Uh, again, I've always preferred the actual stereo system because then I've got control over the components. If I want to change my speakers, I can. If I want to change my amplifier, I can. But I think this is a good choice if you don't have as much room or if you don't want to have the, the separate stuff. My issue, again, is I need something that's going to be good. Well, you're not going to have a subwoofer. So you're not, the subwoofer pulls so much power, and it's something you just don't need. 
unless you're obsessed with like drum and bass music, you don't need a subwoofer. If you've got good speakers, studio monitors or bookshelf speakers or, or stereo speakers for listening in a living room, if you've got good speakers, you'll have all the bass you need. If you want, you know, really thumping hip hop music, then you need a subwoofer. And that's just a totally different situation. Well, the subwoofer is what's killing it here. Right. I understand. But I'm saying you probably don't need the subwoofer to have good sound. There are plenty of other options, and the, the studio monitor is the most compact option. Um, now, the speaker I have from Bose is the Companion 5, okay? Companion 5 is the one that simulates surround sound and has a really big subwoofer, okay? The whole package weighs 27 pounds, and the Acoustamass module, which is the subwoofer, weighs 16 pounds. I said 20, I lied. It doesn't tell me the power requirements, though. But as you say, that subwoofer probably is pulling quite a bit, and that's probably it's, the issue. In fact, it's possible Bose has others that have decent enough bass, but they don't have the subwoofer, and maybe we'll also contact Bose. A couple of comments. That is one ugly-ass speaker system. Second, you know, you can get one of those little devices that you plug into a, a power plug in the wall, and then you plug a plug into it and tells you how much power is being used. You get one of those for 10 or 15 bucks. You might want to get that. You can plug your system into a different room so it's not going to blow your power, and you can see how much power it's actually drawing. Now, another possibility from Bose is called the Companion 20, which is two speakers. Those are computer speakers. You're As paying I for said, computer speakers. Kirk, I'm going to review these. I'm not yeah. sitting here no, and my, writing my, checks to people. No, I understand. You're saying it's not a gonna, studio it's not monitor have, would be the better choice. It's not going to have the volume. You just look at the size of the speaker, and you know that it's not going to have much power. I'm looking at the Bose Companion 20. It's a small speaker. It's, uh, I'm thinking it's six, eight inches tall. It's small. It's not going to have power. The size of the speaker determines how much oomph you get out of it. No, I understand It's not that. even the wattage. Right. You know what? Let's just take a look and see what happens. We'll let you know in the next few weeks. Kirk McElhern, where do we find more of your stuff? You can find me on my website, Kirkville. That's at www.mackelhern.com. That's M-C-E-L-H-E-A-R-N.com. You can find me at Macworld, where I'm the iTunes guy. And you can find me at The Next Track, uh, my music podcast. That's thenexttrack.com. Kirk McElhern, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me once again, Gene. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Has neck, back, or shoulder pain got you down? Go to sunshine-pillows.com and get soothing comfort, support, and pain relief fast. Their microwavable heat therapy pillows and wraps treat neck and shoulder pain, reduce stress, and relax the soul. 
An ergonomic pillow from Sunshine Pillow supports your head and neck on long trips or when simply resting at home. Be good to yourself. Visit sunshine-pillows.com. sunshine-pillows.com. For P150, P150GA, P150NY, P150OK, P150TN, C250A, C250E, C250Q. Not available in all states. If New York, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-798-4326. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. Call now for a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-798-4326. That's 1-800-798-4326. 1-800-798-4326. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Ben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We have Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer, but right now we're going to continue a discussion I had with Kirk McElhern. And I was saying I'm looking for a new computer speaker system. Part of the reason is that the Bose speakers I have now, when coupled with the laser printer from Brother, 
together they will blow the circuit breaker. I'm using a Companion 5, which has one of these Acoustamass subwoofers, which draws a lot of power, as some audio equipment is wont to do. In fact, there are audio amplifiers and subwoofer systems out there that draw so much power you need to give them a dedicated line. So, fine. So, what I'm doing right now as a temporary measure is I'm using a bass jump 2, which is a little tiny bass module that fits okay. by USB. You've probably heard of it. It's mostly designed for MacBooks, but it works with an iMac 2. It gives you a little bit of stuff in the bass region. It's not a subwoofer, but it gives you some more oomph. So, I need accurate sound oomph, but doesn't break the breaker. Forgetting about the budget doesn't break the breaker. What do you think, Jeff Gamut? You know, I ended up uh, going with the Audio Engine A5 speakers, and I've been very pleased with them. You know, they, they don't draw too much power, so I'm not having any issues with, uh, with blowing circuit breakers. And they, uh, they actually need a little bit of a break in Windows. So if you buy them and set them up, you'll, you'll think, well, they, these sound really nice. And uh, after about two weeks, you'll think they sound even better than they did because the speakers will break in. And then what I did to enhance that even more was uh, uh, I picked up one of their USB DACs. And uh, which one did I get? It was a little one, the, uh, um, the, the D3. And that just plugs into a USB port. And so now my audio runs over USB through the D3 right into the A5s. And I have uh, just awesome sound, and I'm not tripping any breakers. Now, let me give you a clue about outboard DACs. Nine times out of ten, the improvements they promise or claim disappear in a double-blind listening test. I just want to say it's going to happen to you, but it's a matter of fact. Things are obvious. Now, I'm looking here at the A5 Plus powered speakers. Are those the ones you're talking about? You know, they, they may have changed them since I uh, I bought my speakers. So, hold on. Let me look real quick. Okay, so um, we're talking A5 about... Plus, yes, yes, that's it. A5 Plus. That's exactly what I have. Total peak power, 150 watts. That's not too bad. You know, it looks like studio monitors, frankly. Yes, yeah, that yes, they they look exactly like studio monitors, and um, I, I suppose you could use them as studio monitors if you wanted. That the the sound reproduction is is really nice on these. They they have good bass, but they don't have that that muddy heavy bass that a lot of people interpret as. Oh, I have good strong speakers. They work from USB. Uh, they they can they they out of the box they go right to a regular three and a half millimeter jack. A headphone but, jack. Uh huh. Yeah, the the infamous headphone jack. But you know, if you're running through through a DAC, well, there you go. Now you're back to USB. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll contact them and see. See what they suggest. Now, the big thing here is we're looking at accurate sound, not tizzy high as it kind of just jump out in your ear, fry your ears, not thumping bass, not beats bass. 
if you get my right. point. Right. We're looking at oh, something totally that's decent and isn't deficient, if you get my point. Yeah, you're you're describing the A5s. It's like the, the perfect balance. And I am just so happy with the sound that, that I have for mine. And and I noticed an improvement in the audio when I added the DAC. And that's just because I think it's a well, no, I don't think I know it's a it's a better processor than what's on board my MacBook Pro. Well, the point I was making there is that to really prove that the DAC is better, you really need to do a double-blind level match listening test, and I'm not going to go into that because it gets controversial. Right. So I, I won't go there, but I will contact them. I got the PR person. These speakers have been around for about five years. Now, yes. audio companies don't come out with new models every single year, or most don't. So that shouldn't mean anything. I will write them and see if they're willing to send a couple down for an audition. I once did an article for Macworld magazine going back to the mid-90s where I called in local people who were contributors to Macworld, and I had like 20 computer speaker systems in here. And we did Mm -hmm. blind listening tests to find the best ones. I even did some kind of simple or simple-minded, depending on your point of view, simple measurements. So I've been there. You know, we had all sorts of speakers. It ended up that I think I bought something that I liked. And that Mm -hmm. was good. Now, the thing about the Bose Companion 5 that I have is it's two desktop speakers plus the woofer or subwoofer. It simulates five-channel surround sound, which is nice. I mean, you get a nice effect. It's not real. We understand this is faux surround sound, like when you buy one of these sound bars for your TV set. Faux, meaning it does all sorts of spatial enhancement junk. It's kind of like a friend of mine has been on the show, an audio guy, Bob Carver, once invented back in the 70s something called sonic holography, which would Mm -hmm. do the same thing. It would give spatial cues to expand the soundstage of your system. It was something built into his amplifiers. And he tells me, though, that this is a forerunner to surround sound. The real people who produce surround sound, Dolby, all those other people... They maybe took a few ideas from him. Not ideas that he would have to sue for patent infringement, but the ideas, the general concepts were taken from there. So we'll see, okay? There's a bunch of speaker systems that I've been recommended to. In the meantime, I'm using what I have, which, as I said, is called the Bass Jump 2. And the nice thing about it is it's very light, weighs about a pound and a half, has a carrying case, and it's primarily designed to take with you for like a MacBook or a MacBook Pro. Because one of the things that Apple doesn't do with its computers and the speaker systems is it doesn't know about bass. There's not much there. Now, of course, you're locked into a tiny space, but there are ways to trick the audio to give you the illusion of more bass. I would think maybe the next... MacBook Pro, they'll take some technology from Beats. They'll overwhelm you with bass from a tiny little box. It could happen. They do own Beats, and and Beats knows how to make uh, overwhelming bass. Right. So even if it's underwhelming because it's from a personal computer of some sort, 
Maybe the compromise will be decent base. Do I make sense? Surprisingly, yes, you do. Well, I know a lot of people are surprised when I make sense. It's the problem I have is that the sense doesn't translate to dollar. But a few cents, hey. You have to start somewhere. Person wrote an article on your site that I'd like to ask you about. Okay. Apple hates music lovers who want to own their music. Ah, uh, yes, John Keats' piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's preface this. Now, iTunes came about and the Apple Music Store came about at a time when people were getting music free from Napster. And Apple found a way to work with the music companies to give you something that's street legal. You're buying, you're yes. owning those files. More to come with Jeff Gamut. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. There is an affordable alternative to the high cost of health care that offers freedom from insurance while providing compliance with the Obamacare individual mandate. Imagine having access to quality, affordable health care that allows you the freedom to choose your doctor and hospital. Members can share up to 100% of necessary medical expenses, including some alternative treatments. Find out how you and your family can contain health care costs without giving up your freedom. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov.
My computer is so slow, it's making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did you quit using a computer or, or did you buy a new one? No, I called Geeks on Site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company. Geeks on Site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency service. If you're having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks on Site. 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer repair Repair experts are available 24-7. Call now for a free diagnosis. 1-800-591-1682. Data recovery, virus removal, and maintenance for all laptops, desktops, printers, and networks. That's Geeks on Site for friendly, certified computer repair experts. Available 24-7 over the phone or in your home or business. Just call 1-800-591-1682. That's 1-800-591-1682. 1-800-591-1682. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. Okay, so Apple developed a system, then with DRM, digital rights management, copy protections and stuff. Now, of course, they remove that. Except for movies and TV shows where Hollywood is paranoid as anything. At least Mm -hmm. now, by the way, with the CW Network, the one with all the superhero shows, Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow, they're Mm -hmm. making free apps. Of course, you have to watch the commercials. But you don't have to sign in with your cable provider or something. They're making apps for all the major streamers where you can go to their site and just listen to a show. So I think that's cool. And what's funny here is that their parent company, they're owned by Warners and by CBS. One of their parent companies, CBS has CBS All Access, where they're going to have a Star Trek spinoff, Star Trek, I guess, Discovery, and a Good Wife spinoff. And they'll first debut on CBS for like one episode, and then you have to pay $5.99 a month for CBS All Access. Of course, when you add all these features up, suddenly your cable provider is cheaper than having 20 separate services nickel and diming you for cutting the cord. So I don't know about that. All right. So let's talk about this article. Apple was the pioneer in helping you own digital music. And now it's because of Apple Music they don't want you anymore? Yeah, see, this is really a point of contention for a lot of people. Well, clearly, because uh, because John was, or still is, so upset about the way Apple Music er, and iTunes works for him that uh, he was compelled to write a whole column. The problem is that Apple's focus for what their music interface needs to do has changed. And so... 
the the features to let you manage and play your own music library, your stored local music library, they're there, but they're not quite the same and not quite as accessible. But the features that focus on what Apple really is looking at now, streaming music, that's what's in the forefront. Well, if you're not someone that's all into streaming music, that means that Apple took the interface that you need every day and shoved it off to the side. And I totally get why that's upsetting to a lot of people. Okay, so they really now are discouraging you from buying music. Is that the point? They'd rather have you pay 10 bucks a month or $15 a month for the rest of your natural life. Yes, I... Uh, I, I'm a little reticent to say that's exactly what they're doing, but yeah, that's that's where Apple's going. They would prefer that you subscribe to your music as opposed to buy it. And the whole buy it thing applies to purchases you would make at the iTunes store, purchases you would make through through Amazon Music, and uh, and even if you want to get old school, going out and buying a CD and ripping it into your iTunes library. Well, that's That's what I've done. That's what I've done, by the way. A lot Mm -hmm. of the music is ripped into my iTunes library. Now, lately, because I'm lazy and we see an album out and all right, we have an extra $10 that month. You have to live on that kind of schedule when you get old. We have $10 that month. What are we going to do? Ah, brand new album out. Let's buy that album. But instead of go and get the CD, and we do have a couple of DVD players running around that will play it. We just download it from iTunes. Sure. Yeah, I, I still purchase a lot of music. And I, I, yeah, I buy a lot of it right off the iTunes store. I also go to a lot of concerts. And if I, if I go see a show where there's a, a smaller band, an indie band, that I really like, I buy their album at the at the concert. And I have to get it back into iTunes, so sure, I still rip CDs into iTunes. I don't think I've bought a CD in 10, 15 years. Wow, so for once, I'm the Luddite here. Actually, it's... The reason I buy the CDs is because the artists get more money when I buy an album directly from them at a concert than if I buy it off iTunes. So I I put up with having to rip music into my library. Well, we're definitely, definitely going to have to think about what Apple's intent is there. But the other thing is that sales of digital music are down. Is it because product is just not up there? I mean... A lot of times, the reason for maybe a poor movie box office or poor sales of any entertainment product is the entertainment's not there. People don't care about the latest, I don't care about the latest Taylor Swift album, maybe Adele. And there's now a new Barbara Streisand album where she does duets with very unlikely people like Chris Pine, Captain Kirk. That's a very unlikely mix. Uh Uh-huh. Right. I mean, Alec Baldwin. But he's on Broadway and probably can sing. But Chris Pine, I don't know. I mean, it's not like William Shatner singing, which was a big joke. Because I did hear an excerpt, and it sounded like the guy maybe has the potential. Hugh Jackman, of course, Wolverine, is a great musical star. So we know he can do it. 
Yep. And if you want to do a psychic show, they could, you know, resurrect the ghost of the Gibb brothers and have her sing with them. <laughs> you know, that Robin and Morris draw. Gibb. Yeah, that, that would be a big draw. I could and, see that. And by the way, special guest star from Beyond the Grave, Andy Gibb. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I see a lot of potential here. Uh, now, all we need to do is figure out how to actually uh, get that link up and running. But seriously speaking here, back to Apple. Is it just right now just to push as many subscriptions towards Apple Music or is this a long-term issue? I think that this is a long-term thing and Apple is pushing now because they see where the market is going. I think there's been a natural progression into streaming music and the people that are most resistant to it, and, and keep in mind, I, I have a small subset of the population that I get to, to actually see. What I'm seeing is that people that, that are, I'll say older, so like in, in their 40s and up, who grew up where you went out and you bought physical music and are into having all that music on their computer, those people still are in a mindset of, I want to own my music. And then you get this younger demographic that has grown up where music is just available. And the the concept of buying albums is just kind of a, a different thing for them. The, the, the thing that they do is stream music, so they have all the music they want anytime they want it as we have more younger people getting into the music scene. We will have more and more people that really want to stream as opposed to buy. And, uh, and by definition, the number of people that want to buy as they get older, well, that, that number will decrease. I think this is just a, a long-term natural progression. And, uh, and people that want to own their music at some point are going to just... Well, they'll be writing their columns saying, this is horrible that the interface that I need is no longer there. I think there will be other companies that come up and and give us customized music apps for managing our our personal libraries. And we'll see a lot of people migrate over to that and away from streaming music-focused apps like, like iTunes or music. Well, there's always vinyl. <laughs> there's always vinyl. And man, isn't it amazing how vinyl has been making a big comeback? Well, it's a matter of perspective. It's, you know, something that people can take on as a hobby. It's not humongously expensive. You can buy a decent turntable for a few hundred dollars and you're mm-hmm. having fun with it. You're in a club that imagines yes. this is something that's going to take you closer to the music. I say imagine because if you look at what they have to do to make vinyl sound good... It's as far away from the original as you can possibly get. Yeah, and and a lot of vinyl that uh, that's being cranked out new today is uh, is actually being mastered from the digital versions that that are going to CD and to music stores. Well, heck, a lot of that music, even over the years, came from digital masters. And what it is here is that the difference in sound, not just from the medium, is because you have these people who learn the classic techniques of mastering for vinyl. 
And that's a lot of artistry. So they can make something happen if it. We're going to make something happen yes. more so on this show. This is the Tech Night Out Live. My guest is Jeff Gamet. I'm Gene Steinberg. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap. But not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First game attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Worried about lead, fluoride, and other contaminants in your drinking water? Get a ProPure with the Pro1G 2.0 cleanable reusable filter and remove up to 200 contaminants. Drink water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure products, including the new ProMax shower filter. There's a ProPure for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So there you go with music. People want vinyl, and as you say, you may want vinyl, but it's coming from digital quite often i mean some artists use analog but i mean can you even find that many analog tape recorders anymore no and and really if you're using a good a good recording setup it doesn't matter that you're starting digital because you're collecting more than humans can hear anyhow so you you have plenty of data to work with so you can make really good vinyl it's just a matter of do you have the people that that truly understand the art and can and can make the vinyl so that it's worth getting a whole setup to play it something to consider i don't know anymore if i care because part of the problem with vinyl is the fact that after you play it a few times even with the best record playing equipment 
the sound is going to deteriorate, especially in the inner grooves. How do you avoid that? Well, you can make a digital copy of it. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So tell me the reason here that your colleague Brian Chaffin says, turns out Apple can patent its way out of a paper bag. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, first, I just have to say, I loved that headline. That was just absolutely wonderful. It made my day. So what what Brian meant with that headline is that he found a patent application that Apple has filed, and it's for the design of the paper bags they're using in their stores. I mean, it describes everything down to the angles of the folds and what type of uh, of material is used to to coat the paper that lines the inside of the bag and and uh, exactly where the handles attach all this stuff i mean it's the level of detail is stunning for a shopping bag okay so jonathan uh, i've designed a shopping bag is that it uh-huh yeah, that's kind of what it, what it feels like. And, uh, and I would love to see the little white room interview where he talks about, about the design of the bag and the multi-powder coat process they use to line the, the inside and, and, you know, all of that. But the bigger point is that this really shows the attention that Apple is paying to detail. And if you think that Apple is being sloppy about the way they are are designing their products. Take a look at, at that patent and other patents that they, they've been filing, and you'll see, no, the level of detail that Apple puts into their, their designs, the, the amount of thought that goes into everything they do, is so far beyond what other companies would, would even begin to think of. And, and, and I think that's part of what this bag patent is. It's just Apple being so meticulous about the details that when they were done, they, they had enough for a patent application. But really, I mean, who's going to want to steal Apple's patent design for a paper bag? I, I just don't see that happening. Well, maybe the problem that Samsung had with the Galaxy Note 7 batteries is they didn't steal Apple's battery technology. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, man, the whole Samsung thing, that's just such an unfortunate situation. And Samsung made the mistake of rushing a product to market because they thought that the iPhone 7 wasn't going to be as big a deal as it is. And so they thought they could get out there first when people are disappointed with the iPhone 7 announcements, then they can buy a, a Note 7 instead. They just skipped a lot of... Uh, of steps that they needed to ensure product safety. And now we have Samsung phones blowing up. They should have copied Apple's design process. They should have copied Apple's attention to quality control. And they should have copied Apple's batteries. So they wanted to have a blowout quarter. It just <laughs> kind of happened. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Kind of happened the wrong way up. there. Instead, they had a blow-up quarter. Yeah. And, you know, you have to think of the long-term impact here. I don't think the story got as much publicity as it deserved. If it happened to Apple, as I mentioned to Kirk, every talking head in the world would be on there calling for Apple's head. Representative oh, Issa, Republican from Congress who likes to investigate things, he'd be after 
Tim Cook. Off with his head. He'd oh, be absolutely. like the uh, the queen of whatever in Alice in Wonderland. The queen of hearts. The queen of hearts. Off with his head. That's what would happen. Yeah. It would be and, terrible. Yeah. And instead, we are seeing some media coverage, but not a lot. And I, I think Samsung handled this whole thing very poorly. Now, some of the fallout we're seeing is... If you go, say, on a flight, a lot of airlines now are saying, if you have a Samsung device, not just the Note 7, if you have a Samsung device, you must completely turn it off. They don't trust Samsung. But even worse right. here, Samsung has got to do something because, and it's not giving away free phones, by the way, because they do that too sometimes to goose sales. They have got to find a way to recapture any level of public's belief in their product. The thing that might be an advantage to them is it hasn't gotten as much publicity as it should. So very likely a lot of people will have Samsung products, don't know about this if they haven't returned their Galaxy Note 7s. They have other stuff, and they'll just keep using them. They won't care, for example, that the Galaxy S7 Active, supposedly water-resistant like the new iPhone, Mm-hmm. doesn't survive the dunk test given to it <laughs> by consumer reports. So it's not yeah, just a, a battery that blows up. It's it's a, a waterproof phone that leaks. Well, it's a water-resistant phone that drowns. Yeah, that's not good. So in addition to having a blow-up quarter, they're drowning in bad publicity? I see what you did there. Well played, sir. Well done. Oh, right. I didn't even write this down. I never write anything down. It's my favorite. See, this, this is how good you are. This is how much of a, of a professional you are, Gene. Yes. Well, speaking of professional, let's go into other Apple issues. Who is Tuple Jump? It sounds like a character from Batman. I, I was Tuple thinking Batman Jump. He's going to now come here and he's going to be the the worst criminal ever to invade Gotham City. He came out of Arkham. It's crazy. Holy hotfoot, Batman. Yeah. No, you uh, have to use the high pitch. Holy hotfoot, Batman. Oh, I can't do that at my age anymore. I'm not even going to try. Uh, but but how about instead, if I tell you what Tuple Jump is? Uh, Tuple Jump is an artificial intelligence. His company. first name is Oswald. No, forget it. Oswald Tuple Jump. I like that. I mean, it's very He's close not the to penguin. Oswald. He's the fish man. That's Fish Mooney. Sorry about that. Yes, yeah, you're, you're totally mixing up all the characters, but that's okay because uh, you're making something new, and that's what we do with art. Anyhow, Tuple Jump is an artificial intelligence company, and they uh, have this. this as opposed uh, to Tupperware. As opposed to Tupperware, which is a knockoff of Tupperware. And, uh, and you can tell the difference because the Tupperware just doesn't seal when you push on the lid. Very frustrating. All right. Tell us about this technology that Apple acquired. Okay. So the company has a, an open source project. Well, it's not open source anymore because Apple pulled it from GitHub. But th- they have this project called PhiloDB. And it's a, it's a platform that's designed to be able to suck in massive amounts of, of data 
and process it for like analytics and for artificial intelligence, massaging, machine learning stuff in real time. So it's, it's a way to process massive amounts of information very quickly. You know, and, we have to process a lot of information on the show very quickly, especially mm-hmm. when we have about five seconds before we have to break for business. We have Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer. We'll talk more about this new technology that Apple acquired on the Tech Night Out Live. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Attention small business owners. Want to save money on your employee health insurance plan? Learn the little-known solution that could save thousands of dollars on your health insurance benefits and save your employees money, too. Call Health Markets for a free consultation, and one of our 3,000 local agents will show you how to make health care reform work for you. We'll design customized solutions for your business that can lower health care costs for you and your employees. We'll work directly with you to determine your needs. We search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide. You'll also find out if tax credits could save you money. Best of all, the service is free of charge. See why Health Markets has enrolled Americans in more than 2 million insurance policies. You don't have to wait for open enrollment to lower your cost. Call now. Find out how much you and your employees could be saving. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-930-5137. That's 800-930-5137. 800-930-5137. Are the answers to your present and future hidden in your past? Akashic readings help you learn to unlock the answers for love, finances, weight loss, self-esteem, confusion, grief and loss, and more. Akashic email readings by Dr. Kelly Maroon, Ph.D., are specially priced right now. Learn more at Dr. Kelly Maroon's website, akashicuniversal.com, spelled A-K-A-S-H-I-C, universal.com. Change your life today. Become one with your true path with intention on purpose. Visit akashicuniversal.com. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools. 
helps to heal itself. Heart and body extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So, the headline kind of says it all that you wrote here, a smarter Siri and an Echo competitor. Now, they just bought this, like, very recently. Yes. We don't know the, the details of the purchase, but, uh, I mean, ultimately, that part's irrelevant. What, what really matters is what Apple got out of this deal. And they got another company to add to their stable for artificial intelligence and machine learning. So, so this is something that goes along with their purchase of Perceptio from last year and Turi from earlier this year. And now they have uh, now they have Tuple Jump to go along with that. And so they have all these tools and amazing engineers that are pouring all kinds of resources into creating a better machine learning system and better artificial intelligence for Apple. And what that translates to ultimately is a Siri that is much more natural and is much better at understanding what you mean when you say something as opposed to simply taking the literal definitions of words and, and trying to parse out what to do from that. If Apple wants to jump into the market that Amazon is already dominating with the Echo, then this would be a really good way to to get in there because what Apple has to do to separate themselves from what Amazon is doing and from what Google claims to be able to do with their home product, which isn't out yet, they need to set, set themselves apart by making their system easier, more intelligent, and more reliable. Amazon has already set a pretty high bar. So what Apple can do instead of doing what uh, what Brian Chaffin has said, parroting, that's what, that's what he says Echo does, it parrots, teach whatever Apple does how to actually learn. And that's where I think Apple is going with this. So if Apple wants to put a little appliance in our home that we just talked to, the same way Captain Kirk and, uh, and Mr. Spock do on the Enterprise, then this is a really good way to go. Artificial intelligence. In fact, we need some intelligence in certain places, I have to tell you right now. Let's look at other possible acquisitions from Apple. There's a story come out this week that Apple might be buying a high-end car company, a UK company called McLaren. 
Yeah. And they're best known, by the way, not just for Formula One racing, but advanced technology in automotive manufacture, but also for these sports cars, luxury sports cars that mm-hmm. cost like two hundred fifty or $300,000, and that's the entry-level model. Now, even if Apple buys that company, they're not selling cars for several hundred thousand dollars. What would they use it for? That's a that's a good question. Well, okay. Let let's assume for a minute that Apple really is going to buy McLaren. And and just to be clear, I don't think that's happening. But let let's say they are. What they get out of this is just an amazing pool of engineering talent. If let's just assume that Apple is buying McLaren, what they get out of that purchase is a pool of incredibly talented engineers that that know how to make very high performance, very high quality vehicles. And that that could be really useful if Apple wants to make a car that is like a cut above what everyone else is doing. So sure, I could see that. But the the problem is I don't think Apple wants to make a car that's going to be that expensive. I think they want to make something that can go head-to-head with Tesla and then uh, do what they've done with other products where you start with your high-end and then work your way down to the mid-range uh, you know, as far as price points go. And I'm not sure if the McLaren team is what Apple needs to make that happen. I'm also not sure the McLaren team would want to do that. They love making race cars. They love making these insanely over-the-top, extravagant uh cars for for a very narrow part of the population that's not what they would be doing at apple okay so let me ask you the real key question here where this come from why of all the car companies that apple could acquire small car companies would they pick this one part of it is also that the mclaren factory is designed by the same people apple work with for designs yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So there's there's the old adage where there's smoke, there's fire. I think that people made an assumption here, which is that Apple was looking to purchase McLaren. My guess is that there actually have been talks between Apple and McLaren, and those aren't about Apple buying the company. They're about something else, maybe some sort of technology sharing, maybe Apple's looking for advice on on something at there there's something else that Apple wants out of this the or these talks as opposed to just buying the company. All right. Well, the question here though is I'm getting all these confusing stories that and there's a USA Today one about sand in the engine of the Apple car project saying that's kind of coming apart a little bit. They're laying off people. It may focus strictly on technology rather than a finished motor vehicle. So what's going on? All right. We have to keep in mind Apple is not talking about any of this publicly. So we are left to play the conjecture game. And I think what happened was that Apple reached a point where they needed to really seriously figure out what they were doing with the car project. 
And that's when Bob Mansfield was put in charge. And he's the guy that Apple can trust implicitly to look at a project, figure out how to focus it and make it work or kill it. And whichever route he takes, Tim Cook can feel confident that was the right choice. So you put Bob in charge of the car project, and while other people are saying, oh, look, they're doing layoffs, everything's in turmoil, I think everything is getting very focused. And my guess is that as Bob looked at what was being done, the research they had, the tests that they had already done, he was able to look at this and say, okay, this is actually where I think we can effectively go with the project, which means this group of people over here actually don't have a job in this project anymore. So we need to let them go. That's not the same as everything's in turmoil. If that's what's happening, then it's a matter of Apple is figuring out where they're headed and they're streamlining a process and they're getting a better focus as opposed to spinning out of control. Well, again, if this is going to happen in 2020 or 2021, I assume they would have to start building prototypes fairly soon. Let's go into more of Apple Car, Project Titan, with Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. All right, listen up, because this is the most important thing you're going to hear all day. What if I said you could make money flipping houses without any cash, credit, or manual labor? And what if I said you could do it part-time from the comfort of your home? 
Sound unflippin' believable? Hi, I'm Preston Ely, and I'm going to prove it by sending you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. It sells online for $19.95, but I'm giving away free copies this week. To get one before they're gone, call 1-800-959-5795. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity shut off nine times, but I figured out a simple way to make money flipping houses without even breaking a sweat. Now I'm living the good life, and so should you. Listen, if you're sick and tired of stressing about money, this book could change your life. Hands down, it's the fastest, easiest way to get started in real estate. Let me prove it. Call right now to find out how to get your free book. When they're gone, they're gone. Call 1-800-959-5795. 1-800-959-5795. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Now, before we go on about this, mm-hmm. do you believe in your heart of hearts it doesn't have to be a Mac observer position, it's yours, that Apple really wants to build a car. I think Apple really wants to build a car. Right now, I'm not convinced it's going to come to market, but I think Apple is very serious about about doing this. So we'll see what it ultimately becomes. But yeah, I think they want to. Now, interesting thing here. I read an interview with a very famous figure who's worked with Chrysler and GM, Bob Lutz. Ever hear of him? I've heard the name. Okay, so he's one of these head engineers or executives has been around for a while. He's in his 80s. And he made a statement about Tesla. And he said he doesn't see Tesla being where it is 20 years from now, partly because he doesn't view them as a real company because they're just going through tons of cash. And eventually something has to give. This can't go on forever. Like suspicious minds. Well, that's not what it's about. But you get the point. <laughs> yes, I do. And it's easy to say this can't go on forever. Because based on millions of years of history, what we know so far is that things don't go on forever. So, sure, Tesla is not going to go on forever. Certainly not in the, in the form it's in. And uh, that might be a good thing or not. I, time will tell. I think Tesla is in a place right now where they have to spend a lot of money because 
they aren't going to be able to move forward in the meaningful way that they want to if they don't do that. This is not the car market that our parents were in. This is a whole new thing, and it just happens to also include a vehicle that you get in and and can ride around in. So, sure, we're in the phase right now where if you're going to be in the forefront, you're going to spend a lot of money. I think that Tesla thinks this, this investment now is going to pay off for them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Now, I think the big key to Tesla is if they can get that Model 3 in production, get enough of them out there to fill orders. I think that's going to be a really big factor and it's going to make them look a lot more credible than they are now. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree completely. And the, the Model 3 is the car that, uh, I'll call it the car for the rest of us, even even though I know it's not the car for the rest of us, but it's a Well, maybe much- it's for you, but I can't afford one. I can't afford one right now either. It's, of course, on the other hand, I always pay cash for my cars. I don't like to do car loans. So okay, so the, but when you buy a 1983 car, I understand that. Right. Yeah. Yes, I do buy old cars because I can pay cash for them. But the, the thing with the, the three is that I'm seeing people that otherwise would never have considered purchasing a Tesla lining up and doing the pre-order thing. And they're very excited about it. That, to me, is a really good sign. And that bodes well for Tesla. Now the ball is in Tesla's court. They have to to be able to pony up and prove that they can follow through and make these cars reliably and in the quantities that they need to to be successful. And by the way, reliability is very, very important because Tesla's had teething pains. Yes, and everyone that's in this part of the of the car market is going to have teething pains because this is all new territory or substantially new territory. My guess is that General Motors is going to have issues as they're rolling out electric cars. We'll see other companies have problems as well. It's the nature of where we are in the design cycle. And notice how things change if you get the EPA after you. Now, Volkswagen is going to become a big electric car maker in future years. And what about diesels? In Europe, I think most Volkswagens are diesels. In this country, well, they're gone. They're gone for good. You're not going to see a diesel again. Never going to happen. Yeah, that's probably for the best because, uh, uh, well, this goes back to the trust thing, just like Samsung. Volkswagen needs to prove that they are worthy of our trust. And that's not going to happen with their diesel cars. It just isn't. So drop them from the market here and move on to something else and do your best to prove to your, to your potential customers that it's okay to spend your money. We'll see if they can actually pull it off. Well, the big thing about electric cars is not that they don't ride and handle well, which they do, but there's a big issue about range anxiety. And what that means is well, your car has a certain amount of miles before it has to be recharged. And it's not as if there's a gas station every block. You've got to have something in your mind about, okay, how far do I have to travel to a recharge station or to get home? How long is it going to take to charge the car? And if they say, well, it's got 250 miles, but I'm running out at 175. What's going on here? So there has to be a point here where now they're talking of two to 300 mile range, although... Tesla's going above that. 
But I think it's going to have to be three to 400 miles to be more credible. Because my Volkswagen, I can go 450 miles on a tank of gas. It's not diesel, folks. You know, on one hand, I agree. But on the other hand, I don't. Yes, I know. I'm totally riding the fence on this. I don't think we have to get that large of a distance off battery life in a car for them to be credible. What we need to get is far enough so that we can recharge without being worried that our car is just going to die. And I think the magic number for that is probably going to be 250 miles, 300 miles, somewhere around in there. Because as this whole infrastructure builds out, people should be able to, to go 300 miles and find at least one charging station along the way. And once we've done that, we're fine. You can see that with gas stations right now. We have so many gas stations that you never have to think about, am I going far? Am I going to go too far and run out of gas? No, it's because they're, they're close enough together. And that's because the infrastructure is built up. Now, so, of course, the other issue with charging is a matter of technology. How quickly does it take to top off the charge or to take a car that's you know down to 10% power? And bring it up to 100%. Is it a half hour? Is it an hour? Do you stop for lunch? You know, for a tank of gas, okay, five, 10 minutes, I'm there. Right. Fill up the gas tank. How long does it take to charge that battery? And And the faster you can charge, the happier your customers will be. And so as Tesla and other companies figure this out, they'll, they'll cut that time down in a safe way. And we won't have to wait as long between charges before we take off again. But I think we're also going to see a change in the way people plan trips as electric cars become more prevalent. And instead of just doing the fast stop, you you gas up, you grab a soda pop and you're on the road again. People are going to plan their charging around, uh, well, we can hit this point. That's where we'll have lunch. Oh, and hey, there's these other interesting things around here. We'll do a little bit of sightseeing and then come back and and take off again. Well, there you go. We'll have to see what happens. Then we have, of course, the other issue, which is autonomous driving. And that really complicated tale, because now we have not just Apple or Google or Tesla, but every major car maker has to figure out the same thing. Right. At Uber, they've been working on their own self-driving system as well. And yeah, and everyone's coming up with a different thing, which right now is probably for the best because I think that will drive innovation. But uh, this is kind of a, a scary time for autonomous driving because it's being pushed so fast. And we're seeing the side effects of that like the uh, the unfortunate Tesla driver who uh, who had the whole top of his car sheared off when the system didn't realize there was a truck broadside on the road. And uh, uh, we're going to see more things like that as this technology improves. Hopefully it won't happen very often. It would be great if it didn't happen at all. We've but- got Jeff Gamma to the Mac Observer. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10 
the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A general steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. This is Holly Thomas, Group Vice President of Cause Marketing for Macy's. Our company is working together with the March of Dimes through March for Babies to raise money and awareness about the serious problem of premature birth in the U.S. That's why Macy's is committed to raising funds through our employees, customers, family and friends to improve the health of moms and babies everywhere. Won't you please join us in March for Babies? Start a team today at marchforbabies.org. Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and negative articles can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. It happens a lot, and it's just not fair. But what can you do? ReputationDefender.com can help protect your good name. Get a free consultation now. Call 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system, and the analysis is absolutely free. Make the best things about you jump out in searches. Protect your personal and professional reputation, your business, and your income. Get your free reputation analysis from ReputationDefender.com right now. Call 800-831-0771. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with Principal Office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. 
What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. Let me interrupt with something new development here. I heard from somebody from Audio Engine. That was fast. Okay, now, he says, unfortunately, I doubt if the A5 Plus or any of our powered speakers would be a fit for you as we use Class AB analog amplifiers, not digital amps, which I'm pretty sure draw more current than the Bose setup you have now. So he suggested replacing the GFI breaker with another one, which we did. We switched out from 15 amps to 20. It didn't uh-huh. help. So I don't know. Maybe I should go back to Bose and ask for something less powered. Yeah, maybe talk to Bose. I think that's really cool, though, that the audio engine guys, instead of saying, yeah, we'll find something that, that works, they paid attention to what your needs were and said, you know, this may not be a good fit for you. That's actually really cool. Very old-fashioned audio company, it sounds like. Yeah, they're, they're really good people. Yeah. And he says he's actually having a similar problem in his laundry room. Huh. Maybe he'll figure out some solution, and I hope he does. Because if there's a way to get somebody else's speaker system to work here without blowing, I'd like to try it. Because right now, it's not that I have a problem with the bass jump, too. I think it's a great invention. I think, especially for carrying around better sound, I think it's really good. But I'm doing recording studio stuff here. Right. What can I tell you? Let's move on to one more topic before we go. Okay. Mac OS Sierra. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing of problems. Now, let me be brief mm-hmm. here. The only thing I've seen so far is one of my apps for Facebook Messenger, something that I used wouldn't launch. So I got something for $1.99 from the app store called Chatty. It's fine, but it doesn't put a badge icon on there. I have a message. It doesn't show the number of messages. Okay. So that makes me unhappy. That's one issue. The second issue is with default folder 10, you know, the open save dialog box enhancer. And where I see a problem is its compatibility with Amadeus Pro, which is an audio app, audio editing app. What happens in Amadeus Pro is it it drives it crazy when you're trying to paste a second waveform or file into an existing file as we do when we put the theme on the show. We don't just play the theme, we stick it in the audio file. And so that's a problem. So I excluded Amadeus from default folder, which is the latest version, supposedly with some kind of compatibility with Sierra, whereas Uh the other app, Amadeus Pro, is a year old. So we see a problem there. That's another issue. Also, we use Sound Studio for a lot of the editing. And the toolbar, the three icons on the toolbar, which are normally in the center split off to the right side, separated, split off. If you restore using customized toolbar, drag and drop the existing toolbar up in that position, it duplicates the same problem. My solution was to bring up customized toolbar and manually drag the icons back towards the center of the screen. Huh. Isn't that weird? That is weird. The problems you described, while I was surprised... I was also kind of not surprised because Apple changed uh, some stuff with the way windowing works 
in Sierra so that they can do the, the tabbed windows that you can do in the Finder and in Safari. You can do that across most all apps now. I think there's a couple other changes too, but I think that's causing some interface compatibility issues for some products. And default folder having a problem, no surprise there at all. And my guess is that we'll see another update for that very soon, and that will fix some of your issues. And then getting buttons to sit in the right place, well, it looks like that people have some more updating to do, some more bugs to work out. So I'm not surprised, ultimately, that you're having interface issues like this. I'm having a couple weird problems that I did not have when I was working with the developer betas. And the first one is Safari is just chewing through all of my computer's memory. And some websites simply don't load right, like Instapaper stopped loading correctly. And I periodically have trouble with a Facebook website. And I'm also having a problem with Wi-Fi but only on my MacBook Pro. My MacBook Air, it's fine. The bandwidth that I'm getting is so low that I ultimately had to pull out my Ethernet to USB adapter, plug it into my MacBook Pro, and run a wire over to my uh, to my network switch. Otherwise, I just had a system that was basically unusable. This is very interesting here. One of the problems being reported is Wi-Fi, and that takes us back to Yosemite, OS 10 Yosemite, where they had several releases where people were going completely crazy with Wi-Fi issues, and then they restored an old networking component that was replaced by something new, and they got the problem fixed. And I'm wondering, maybe Apple tried to do a smart thing here, which is not smart, but we'll not use the other term that we would like to use. <laughs> they were trying to do something smart, and instead they ended up doing something stupid. They've definitely done something because I'm having a problem, but I find it fascinating that it's only on one of my two Macs. And actually, the computer where I'm not having a problem, it's an older Mac. It's a 2011 MacBook Air, and it's just fine. The newer MacBook Pro, that's where I'm seeing trouble. Well, I have not installed Sierra on my 2010 17-inch MacBook Pro. Part of the reason is because I was foolhardy enough to install Sierra on my primary iMac partition about an hour before I was going to do a radio show. And I figured, what the heck, it'd be something to talk about. I could always restore for my backups. I had the MacBook Pro if I couldn't get the thing to work. And except for these little glitches, it is working. And Apple already has put into public beta testing and given to developers the first maintenance update for Sierra Mm -hmm. 10.12.1 beta 1. That might have a solution to all this. I don't know. Because as usual, when Apple sends these things out, they don't always provide liner notes. In fact, they never provide liner notes anymore. No, but for developers, they say, we want you to focus on these things when looking for bugs. And we can oftentimes glean something from that and, and figure out what Apple is really trying to fix. All right. But I haven't started playing with with that uh, new Sierra beta yet because well, my big priority was figuring out how to make my MacBook Pro actually work on my network again. Now that I have a fix in place, even though it's not the fix I want, now I can install the beta on the MacBook Air and see what happens. Tell me, Jeff Gamut, 
how do we find more of the stuff that you do? Well, you would start by going to MacObserver.com because that's where I'm writing and podcasting every single day, along with a bunch of other incredibly talented people. Uh, you can also go to Twitter. I'm Jay Gamut there. Actually, you can Google me because I show up a lot of places. Oh, that's terrific. You can find us, by the way, on Twitter. Look for Tech Night Now on Twitter. Look for Gene Steinberg on Facebook. He's the guy in the red plaid shirt. A little younger than I am now. But if you find him, he's me. We have a second radio show about UFOs and things that go bump on the night called The Paracast. And this week we'll be talking about fact, fiction, and flying saucers with the authors Stanton Friedman and Kathleen Martin. And we talk about the unholy three. Three guys who supposedly created all the UFO misinformation and secrecy. Believe it or not. I met two of them. Isn't that strange? Ooh, weird, weird, weird. That's at Paracast.com. That's Paracast.com. And if you really want to hear the ad-free or commercial-free version of this radio show, there is one way to do it, other than cutting and pasting and all that stuff. And that's to subscribe to Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com. P-L-U-S.technightowl.com. We offer the commercial-free version of this show, better quality audio, all those goodies that I'll be listening to and editing in whatever speaker system I end up with. How about them apples? <laughs> or whatever it's going to be, we'll still find out. Check out plus.technightowl.com. That's plus.technightowl.com. Jeff Gamut, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thanks for having me. It's always fun to get to chat with Eugene. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.